Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on when and where this finds you, but I can only hope that this finds you doing well. Welcome to the Perspective House podcast hosted by me, Mwapemwalwa. I'm hoping that you can hear something today that shifts your perspective and perhaps a little bit of wisdom that you can take and apply in a practical sense to your life. Okay, welcome, welcome back to each and every person that is subscribe to this podcast we are back yet again it's a monday with another installment of the perspective house podcast i am so personally just i'm so glad and really thankful for the people that are subscribed to this channel and even the community that's steadily growing so if you're hearing my voice for the very first time you are so welcome here at perspective house uh we'd really love to just inspire you share some knowledge perhaps or some wisdom that you can apply in a practical sense and really that's the heart of what we do here at perspective house so if you're listening to this i encourage you listen out for something that you can take and apply tomorrow the next day but it has to be done this week right so listen out for that thing this isn't just nuggets that you know are shared with the hope for you to be inspired which is something we hope happens but it's also something you can tangibly see and apply to your life. So as you listen, you know, listen out for that one thing that you're going to say to yourself, I need to do said thing and I need to apply and I need to practice this one principle, this one truth, you know, to my life and see the results that this thing is able to get for me. You know, so I encourage you have it, have a notebook, a notebook or have a pen and a piece of paper or put it in your phone. But I'll discourage you from putting it in your phone. I find I'm more effective personally when I'm able to just have it on paper and I can periodically check what's within my journal, my book or my paper and then keep tabs that way. The phone I find works better to maybe keep in communication with people but not so much the communication that happens with myself sad but true <laughs> so if you're listening to this again listen out for the one thing that's going to be of help to you in a practical sense and i encourage you just to listen out for that one thing reach out to me you know i'd like to hear from you as well what's the one thing that perhaps you hear in this particular episode that you're going to take and you're going to apply to your life Okay, so without even wasting much time, let's get into the episode. As I begin, I'd like to make an admission and perhaps not my proudest one, but coming into this particular podcast was, I want to say, not so much of a challenge, but the motivation and even what I wanted to speak on just seemed to be out of my reach, you know, and I was very tempted to put a, or rather to push this particular episode until the next week which meant that we wouldn't have made our eighth episode and we, it would have been, you know, another week before we eventually got to, I guess we got to make an episode here on the channel. And I, uh, thankfully, I decided, you know what, in spite of how maybe I feel and even just not really feeling like I had something to speak on that would, you know, be of impact to another person, I decided, let me go ahead and still make this. Okay, so... Um, I had some interference, but the episode continues. I'm just going to pick up from the same thought that I had. Yeah, so in spite of how I felt, I decided I'm going to make this particular episode. And I'm also thankful that not only was this a decision that I made to see through this particular episode, but it's also one I had communicated to someone 
um, close to me. I told him, say, I'm still going ahead. I'm still going to make the episode. And I'm glad that even me and that person got to speak because they asked, they say, hey, what about the episode? And uh, me communicating verbally kind of also just is a commitment that I'm planning on seeing through. And I feel that and this might not be necessarily the heart of the podcast, but I feel that sometimes we can make resolutions in terms of something we need to do. But I feel it's better and, you know, it works out even, I would say, to our good when we're able to verbally communicate that to another person, not because of the person, but there's something about communicating these things to other people that puts it within us that says, regardless of what happens, I have to see this thing through. So it was it's one thing to communicate to yourself and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this for myself. It's another thing when you're able to bring in community of people, you know, not just because they hold you accountable, but because it's also another way for you to express it to another individual. And, you know, it's something about that that just, you know, somewhat is the cement that's that sort of holds the foundation together. And at that point, you have to see it through. So I'm thankful that I had that opportunity to communicate that verbally. But also even before that, I had myself made the decision. I find that the combined, uh, I would say, power of those two choices and even the the, the verbal communication um, really just kind of helped. So this is why we're here now. So we're going to get into what I have today. And I'm going to begin by doing something which I'm really passionate about. It's not something that I openly tell people I enjoy to do. But if we've had any type of conversations for any length of time, you find that I love to refer or reference stories of you know experiences that I've lived and sometimes you know some of these experiences might seem like everyday life but there's so much that we can draw out of them and so perhaps I'll begin with one story and then perhaps uh that's too many perhaps <laughs> I'll begin with one story and then from there we can see and really get to the heart of why I'm sharing these particular stories. So bear with me. This is not necessarily how we always begin because I always love to share the thought, but I'm sure by now, if you've seen the title, then you kind of have a picture of where this might eventually lead to, right? So this is the story that I have to share. Okay, so a while ago, I remember kind of going on a trip with my parents, right? And uh, I, I always get the opportunity whenever I travel with my parents to be the designated driver of wherever we happen to be going, right? I don't even know if it's a privilege at this point or it's just, you know, the dynamics of traveling with your parents. And so I was the designated driver to and from. And I remember this day was a particularly long day. Um, and anybody who drives or has driven long distance can tell you that it takes a toll on your physical body. It takes a toll on your mind. And I remember kind of driving back the entire way. Uh, I want to put it this way. My social bundle had completely expired. That means I wanted to be completely removed from a setting with other human beings and just be completely isolated to enjoy all of the terrible and wrong food choices that for some reason we crave when we're extremely tired. I don't understand the science. I don't know why your body just can't go, I'm so tired, please feed me vegetables. <laughs> it's always those things that we know that are not good for us that in those moments of weakness that somehow just scream the loudest, right? So I'm at this place of being completely exhausted I want to satisfy my craving for sweet things. I want to be locked away, far removed from other human beings because I have no more capacity after a long day to still be with human beings, right? And I remember getting home after that long day with my parents and it was raining. 
the I think the, the last 30 minutes into this journey, the rain just started to pour heavily. It was raining furiously. I mean, as furious as you can possibly imagine, that's how bad it was raining, you know, and I remember coming home, immediately getting out of the car. And because we had been gone all day long, no one had actually been around to feed the dogs. And I remember kind of just wanting to get straight into my room, locking myself up and just, you know, not having to worry about another care or another concern. And I remember to this day, my mother just said, hey, you need to feed the dogs. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I remember hearing this and everything within me just said, I am exhausted. Uh, you know, I'm tired, whatever synonym you could think of uh, in terms to just mean exhausted. You know, I'm beat like I, I, I haven't eaten, you know, the way I'd want to. So I'm trying to fix myself something here. You are telling me about the dogs you know and it's raining outside right now so that just means i'm going to have to go outside and get socked in the rain my feet are gonna get you know wet i'm gonna get cold it's just terrible so i i hope you can imagine the visual that's going through my mind and obviously all of this is happening within a very split second and i remember just kind of deciding fine you know what i'm gonna go outside and i'm going to do what this woman has asked me, but I'm not going to be the happiest person about it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show my displeasure by choosing not to say anything after this point. I'm going to come back serious face or as they would say, mean mugging and just do what I, you know, I need to do, get my food and be gone just so that no more interactions. No one can ask me of anything else from this point on. And I remember getting outside and at this point, you know, I just kind of went outside with my I had my canvas on my canvas were wet, were wet because the water was just crazy. And I remember just stepping in the water. It was up to my ankles because it had been raining so, so heavily. And in that moment, right before I got to where the dogs are kept, a thought came to my mind and the thought simply said, it is an honor and a privilege to serve in this house. And by the house, I mean, obviously my parents home. It is an honor and a privilege to serve in this house. And I remember at that point, just under, first of all, remembering that even just in that moment, my attitude wasn't correct. But more than anything, even the attitude that I had at that moment was sowing into my own life, right? As somebody who is very excited to be a dad one day, right? I, and it just hit me and I just stopped in that moment, right? And I just chose and I said it out loud to myself. It is an honor to serve in this house. At that point, it did not matter what happened to my shoes. It did not matter how terribly socked I was getting. It did not matter where I had to go, the mud I had to step in, what I had to do. But, you know, the fact is that I, at that moment, my internal decision, my attitude, as you will, completely changed from something that was such a laborious task, like the strength the 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 joy to do what i was doing just from nowhere came i was exhausted but my body and just because of that decision i made inwardly to change my attitude at how i was looking at that particular simple task i had been asked right just completely changed everything in me all of a sudden i just felt so joyful to be doing what i was doing I felt so much stronger in terms of just my physical strength. I said, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it. I'll make sure I do what I need to, you know, to feed these dogs and also to honor this woman by 
doing exactly what she said with the right attitude, right? I'm, I'm assuming by now you're starting to think. And I can imagine for some of us who've maybe done a lot already for people, you know, for organizations, for family relationships. And it's like, ask me one more thing and I'm going to explode. <laughs> just ask me, it's like, just put another request on top of these many things that you're already asking me. Oh boy. And that's it. That's the end. That is the end. I've had enough. And I feel that many people come to that place. You know, you've done already so much, perhaps haven't even been verbally acknowledged for what you've done. There's been no type of, you know, uh, you know, compensation for the efforts or even just the time that you've invested into pursuing a specific thing. And the people that you're with just say, hey, can you do this one more thing? And without even knowing it, that's your breaking point. That's the point at which everything is just like, whoa, you know what? This just isn't for me. So hold that thought. You know, if you happen to be at that place, hold that thought. I'm going to share a second story, right? I happen to, to, to serve uh, at this very moment in um, a ministry. Um, and I, I'm not going to mention names. Um, not, not that I'm not proud of where I go, but I just keep an open mind that not everybody goes where I go. You know, so I'm not trying to be like, oh, yeah, this is this. And some people might take it the wrong way. But where I go is pretty awesome. Let's just say that. Right. And so I happen to serve in the media department. And I recall one particular Sunday. And actually, this almost happened this last Sunday. I recall one Sunday, you know, I, I happen to to usually go with my camera because that's also how I serve. I take pictures. Um, and then, you know, that kind of helps the ministry in terms of people record keeping, you know, images and also just creating awareness on social media platforms, you know, and even just inspiring more people just to see what God is doing and, you know, continues to do through that particular ministry. So I remember this one Sunday, the church camera happened to be down and my camera as well just happened to be down. So there was no other alternative in that moment but to take pictures with my phone and i remember uh i remember someone coming up to me with instruction from my pastor saying hey you need to take pictures with your phone and now as someone who had never in this church you know took taken pictures with his phone everybody had i guess had and has always seen me with the camera like an actual uh dslr camera you know those digital cameras the big ones and you hold them and you really feel like man i have a camera here you know and it's it's not like one of those tiny notes and the actual camera and you're like wow you feel good and you, you know you think it makes you look good you're like wow yeah i have this camera and i'm taking all these pictures because you know but you get the point right <laughs> i remember the instruction came from my pastor saying hey take pictures of the service with your phone and in that moment something in me was exposed it was exactly what I've just described. You know, this image of what people kind of have been accustomed to and wanting to continue to side with this image or, you know, this viewpoint that they already have of me. And I remember kind of struggling just to go, you know, start moving around the church building, taking these pictures. And then I was reminded of how I started my photography journey. I happened to, you know, dabble in photography. It literally began from a desire and an interest that was birthed on the pictures I used to take on my phone. You know, I'd be taking pictures on my phone and then I'd edit them. I'd take pictures on my phone and edit them. 
And I remember even before serving in the ministry I currently serve, at the previous ministry I used to be part of, I remember standing in front of the congregation holding up a phone for the Facebook Lives. And to me, just to think that now that I have my own camera, I'm serving in a different ministry and people have known and seen me a different way, you know, somehow it's like there was a, a need or a desire that wanted to create a disassociation between who I was then and who I am now. But I realized that who I was then is the reason why I'm here now, you know? And so in that moment, I changed my attitude instead of looking at it as such a great, like a thing that passes asking me, like, are you crazy? Like on my phone. And then what would that do? You know, in that moment, I remembered even more so that not only am I coming from there, but I'm doing what I'm doing to serve not human masters, but the one that's above me, right? My creator, my king. In that moment, I remember just walking around the church building and starting to take pictures with my phone. And even the thing that I dreaded happening, the thing that I did not desire happened, right? I remember someone looking at me and wondering why I was standing there with my phone. And I saw that they couldn't help but just smirk. And they looked down into their lap because they knew they were about to start laughing at me. And I remember just looking at them and I said, that's the same thing that I actually did not want. But I said, regardless, my reward does not come from these people that happen to be looking at me now. It comes from someone high up there. You're off Well, I'm, I'm going to slow it down here. But for, for the sake of this conversation, someone high up there, right? My God and my King. But we also know that he's present with me. So someone who's, you know, created me. And I remember in that moment, what the circumstances didn't change. You know, in the first story, the rain didn't relent. <laughs> it didn't start to suddenly shower. My shoes just, I, you know, my shoes didn't just suddenly become waterproof. You know, in the second story, you know, like the circumstances didn't change. Like I didn't all of a sudden just receive a camera. You know, I didn't all of a sudden just have an iPhone 13 and people would be like, oh, he's taking pictures on an iPhone 13. That's really dope. What changed was a decision. And I feel that decision can be summed up in this one word, my attitude. You know, I feel that attitude is literally something that's within our power to choose. And I'm going to stop here and read these, this, these particular words, which I felt were necessary for this conversation. So, so Charles W. w Swindle wrote this and he said, I believe the single most significant decision I can make on a day-to-day -day basis is my choice of attitude. And I'm going to read another one by William James, or perhaps, yes, by William James. It is our attitude at the beginning of a difficult task more than anything else that will affect if that thing has a successful outcome or not. And for me, I find that this is really crucial in terms of our personal lives. Sometimes I feel that the things that we could often look at and are laboring through and even to do if we were to just change our internal attitude and just in that moment, you know, for me, it was about taking on an attitude of servanthood, understanding service, understanding honor in that moment, overlooking my own personal comfort made it joyful for me to do the things that were asked and required of me. And other times the attitude that perhaps you could need to take on is really just a meek attitude. Someone could be saying something to you 
And, you know, you're just like, you know what, this person may be wrong, but for the sake of this moment here and now, I'm choosing not to say anything back. I'm just going to, you know, either respond in the kindest way that I can possibly respond. And I remember coming across this particular verse. This is from Proverbs 25, 15. It says, through patience, a ruler can be persuaded and a gentle tongue can break a bone. You know, one thing that I've realized is there's someone in my life who happens to be family. And I can tell you, we always have perhaps our most emotional, our most draining interactions with family members, right? And so some of the wisdom that I learned dealing with this person is you don't have to, you don't have to respond to everything they say. You can literally in that moment, just choose to be meek and just listen to what they say or respond just with the most gentle response possible. And I can tell you in that time, the level of, I would say, strong interactions me and this person have had have significantly reduced. And I remember one time, perhaps maybe two months ago, they came very strong, very verbal, you know, and they were very physical, not in a, in a sense of bad way, but they just were so expressive and they were shouting. And I remember I just kept quiet whole time not one single response from me and i can tell you that thing like it, it in the heat of the moment is where it lived and where it died it did not have to go anywhere else and i feel like this is something you know for people just to consider what's your attitude as you're going about your life what attitude have you adopted to the various things that are happening you know, what's your response, you know, to the various things that are happening in your life? You know, like it is said in this quote, like attitude is a daily thing. That means the daily choice, um, the daily attitude I'm adopting, whether it's to be meek or a servant, you know, to just, you know, an attitude of joy. Like what's the attitude that you're adopting? Can you take a moment just to say, mm, like, what's my attitude on most days? You know, what's my attitude when those people I don't agree with? agree agree with come my way like what's my attitude am i already in a and i'm just ready to fight you know what's my attitude when things don't even go my way when i get you know that rejection by rejection it's like i had a business proposal and it didn't really go great you know i i had like um uh, i had this thing i was trying to reach out to someone and make amends and i was rejected i fell flat on my face you know it, they made me Every fear I had just, you know, it looked bad. But in that moment, what's your attitude? Because I feel there are lessons to be learned. Even when you get a no and when you don't get, you know, your way, like when you don't get the thing that you wanted, when you don't get the plan doesn't go through, what is your attitude? Because I feel like you, we ought to be able to look at some things and be like, wow, this thing didn't work out. But man, I'm going to still choose to be optimistic. You know, I'm going to still choose to be, you know, things might have not worked out in this sense or in this regard with these people, but I'm going to be optimistic for the next opportunity with the next people that come my way. This thing that I was trying out, you know, it, it took a lot out of me and nobody even said thank you. But man, what growth have I been able to see? Like, what's my attitude in this moment? You know, so I feel it's something that, you know, if you're listening and you've heard until this point, it's something that you need to consider to really take some time to think about you know, your daily attitude, the, the way that you're choosing to respond, the way that you're choosing to carry yourself, the way that you're choosing to interact with people, what attitude is driving you. And I can tell you, based off of human wear, it's not the easiest thing. It's not the easiest thing. 
you know, but I encourage you. And for me, in those moments when I had a point, just a, a point of reflection, it really came from my relationship with my God and my faith, you know. So this is something I want to encourage you to take a moment to make an inventory of what your attitude has been like with people, with yourself, you know, with life circumstances, you know, with the the, the load of responsibilities maybe that you've had to take on what's your response. Because I feel for me, the, the response obviously as a result of your attitude creates the better way. Circumstances didn't change in either stories that I, I told you. And there's some things even now I'm hoping would change, but they haven't. But what has is my attitude. And because my attitude has changed, something about how I'm curing myself, like how I curry myself, it's completely changed. Like my resolve, my energy, my expectation, it has completely changed. So perhaps this, this could be for the person who's desperately waiting on the circumstances to turn, to, to change, you know, and perhaps maybe that will happen. Perhaps it won't. But even if it doesn't, you have control over your own attitude. Because for me, attitude is really and honestly the better way. So this is for uh, I, I guess it's as far as I have this week. I didn't even think that this podcast would come this long or this far, but I'm glad that we did. It's another Monday. You know, we're excited for this. So I'm hoping this was practical for you. It was something that gave you a lot to ponder, to reflect on. You know, if it has been of great impact to you, please reach out to me. Let me know how you found this. Otherwise, this has been my time. I will be back next week.